Next one, Elmery. There was an article in the business tech that we uh, want to deal with there. The punishment for lying about your matric in South Africa. Um, new legislation that came into operation now. What does it stipulate, uh, Elmery? Yes, um, Volker, an act was signed into law making it a criminal offence for individuals to misrepresent their qualifications. Now, misrepresentations and lying about your qualifications often appear in job applications where individuals, for example, false, have false matric results or false de degrees and diplomas, or they inflate their job title and their experience. Yes. Even giving the incorrect reason for leaving your previous job will be a misrepresentation. Okay. Now, offences under this Act are not only limited to misrepresentations on CVs for employment-seeking purposes, but it also includes willful misrepresentations and lying about your qualifications on social media platforms, such as Facebook or LinkedIn, for an example. Misrepresentations and lies about your qualifications is now punishable by a fine or imprisonment for a period not exceeding five years. If a person is convicted of this crime, his or her name will also be written in a register. And this means that in addition to the criminal sanctions, those convicted under this act will also be named and shamed. Um, and this will obviously have a major impact on a person's career. Yeah, sort of blacklisted in a way, then. Is, it, is that yes. because it's freely available? Yes, it is freely available on the South African Qualification Authority. They have a website and that registers will be available soon. So just like you get a bad credit record if you don't pay your debts yeah. and you also yes. list it on the relevant uh, registers. It's also like will this. Now be listed if, if you commit uh, this, this crime, it's a criminal offence. Yeah, it is. And um, it's also similar like the sexual offence register where you can go and look who, um, who were convicted yes. of crimes like this for lying about your qualifications, for an example. Yeah. Makes sense, I guess. Uh, I don't think anybody can complain about that new development. Then, uh, yeah, Nicole, um, sorry, Emily, I asked you to look at the other article from Business Tech uh, related there to the South African lied on a CV all the way to the top. Here's what happened. Interesting uh, case there. What, what does the article say? Yeah, it's a very interesting case, and I, um, in the the author of this article, discussed the recent court case in which a South African citizen applied for a senior position at Prasa. Um, in his job application, he contended that he possessed a national diploma and a bachelor bachelor's degree from UNISA. This misrepresentation in his job application made him a suitable candidate for the senior position. And the senior pos it's a position as a senior executive manager in an engineering service department. Um, seeing that he was su a suitable candidate, he was appointed in that position. After his appointment, he furthermore alleged that he had been awarded a doctorate by a German university. <laughs> and that a company in Germany offered him a substantial salary increase yes. um, and a lucrative job opportunity, if I may say. Now, Prasa subsequently changed his status to doctor and furthermore offered him a salary in, in, increase. Hmm. Um, Prasa then discovered that he made fraudulent misrepresentations and that he does not have any of the qualifications. In seeking relief, they approached the High Court 
and sued him for damages that they have suffered as a result of his misrepresentation. Um, Prasa suffered major damages because the employee was remunerated at a level far higher than he would have been had he not lied on, on his application. Of course, yeah. So the court found that the employee indeed made fraudulent misrepresentations and ordered him to pay Prasa's damages in the amount of round about 5.7 million rand. Hmm. That's a substantial yes. amount, yeah. Well, well if, he, if fraud is fraud, it doesn't matter what the greed is. Yes. It's still a criminal offense. Yeah, that's true. Amri, can I just ask, uh, what tips do you have for employers to prevent this in the future? Well, I suggest that employers do proper background checks on candidates. Um, and with a new act that came into operation, and as discussed earlier, where the employees can now go to a register to see whether the candidate that's applying for a job has perhaps in, in the past been convicted of misleading his employers or lying about his qualifications, that might also assist employers. And I also suggest that employers contact the person listed on as a reference mm. on a candidate's CV. Mm. I think that's very important. And I don't know if there's other. Yeah, do a proper things. reference check. Yeah, yeah. Make sure that that person doesn't just say a couple of nice things about the applicant. Make sure that they tell you the truth. Yeah. That I can also uh, confirm from, from personal experience. It's important to press the relevant reference uh, to, to, to tell you the whole story. Um, I know a couple of uh, employers also check on Facebook to make sure yeah. you know, that it is a person that should and can be appointed. A lot of uh, history can be deducted, uh, I guess, from, from what is posted on Facebook and stuff. And they can, of course, also check the criminal records of, yes. of the personal partner from this new register that you can consult. But uh, I guess that's also a standard step that should happen in respect of the appointment of any employee to make sure that that applicant doesn't have a criminal record. Well, I'm just you know, thinking about that now whilst Almarie is, is, is talking. Let's say, for example, you have someone that you know is a safety officer, but he didn't have the relevant qualifications. He fraudulently, you know, compiled his CV, got the job, and then you know by some other way, someone then you know gets killed on the job. I suppose I, I don't know what the panel's um, you know opinion about that is, but I suppose he might be found guilty of murder because because he lied about it and he. You know, must have foreseen that this is this is uh, um, um, you know dangerous circumstances or whatever, depending on where he works, and that someone can pass away, and that because he he lied on his CV, someone then did pass away because he didn't know what to do. I mean, it, it, it's going to have severe consequences. Also, remember vicarious liability: yeah. the fact that mm -hmm. employers are, even if they were not at fault, vicariously, in other words, faultless, faultless on spirit. Uh, liable for the actions of their employees. So that can have uh, far-reaching consequences for the employer as well. In the Sunday Tribune, there was also an article headed, uh, Ambassador recalled over false matric claims. Apparently, the South African ambassador to Italy was recalled and docked three months' salary after he was found guilty of financial irregularities and then also misrepresenting his academic qualifications. Now, according to the article, there was a suspension letter sent to the ambassador, and in it it was stated that he provided in his personal file that he obtained his matric in 1974. Now, that apparently was false because the Department of Basic Education 
stated that the ambassador doesn't appear among the names of candidates who wrote the matric or standard 10 in November 1974. So he was slapped with a final written warning valid for six months and a suspension without pay for a period of three months and also recalled. So I guess the message for the listeners is don't lie on your CV.